Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Philip Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Center, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Happy New Year and welcome to a very special edition of Wrestling Daft. Grado and Rab are still on their Christmas holidays. They'll be back next week. So you're stuck with me, producer John, as we look back at some of the best bits from the last year. Um, And as ever, the show is nothing, absolutely nothing, without your correspondence. And here's some of the best. Sean Cooper on Twitter wants a favour for Grado. All right. He says, I am taking my six-year-old son to his first wrestling show at the Civic in April, and he has asked if AJ Styles will be there. Grado, could you therefore don a wig and learn the phenomenal forearm, or his <laughs> night will be ruined? <laughs> yeah. I like that. That was good. That's funny. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I uh, copied AJ Styles once in a match in uh, this company called <coughs> TNA. Uh, oh, right. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. and uh, it was the match I'd done with Spud and I was oh my god I went and got a spray tan during the day you actually seen the nick of me they were like what volume do you want to go for and I went the very highest you honestly I looked like a shite <laughs> I looked like a shite and I swear to god right and we had to do all the kind of copycat moves kind of like mm-hmm. WWF and all that and Al Snow was giving it look go for the rock bottom span out go for the RK or whatever and but Austin he's went no don't do WWF moves, do TNA moves, like, you know, copy TNA guys, and I was like, that's a good shout, so there's this amazing gif, see if you, you can put it in the Patreon bit, I'll try to show you it right, where I, where I get spud and he's in between my legs and I do the, kind of, where him's up like that, yep. just before I do the, the what you call it, what's his finishing move again? Uh, size clash. Size clash, I want. and I just, went to my face right to the camera, and that's big, big <laughs> shitey face man. <laughs> Thong man. It says, with your recent mention of Mental Hulk Hogan tweets, I feel some attention needs to be brought to the time he gave a shout-out to the fucking Peel Bar in Drumchapel. <laughs> My favourite tweet of That's all time. fucking brilliant. Peel Glen Bar. This was his tweets. This, this is his tweet. tweet. Peel Glen Bar, Hulkamaniacs. Drink one for me, brothers. <laughs> That's brilliant. Hulk Hogan. That's every time, brilliant. See, every time Hulk Hogan does a tweet, mate, right? Uh, and he does that HH at the end. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine it myself. He's saying, I know hail, what hail. you think he's going to say. He's saying, Hail, hail. So ah, he goes, Peel Glen Bar, Hulkamaniacs, <laughs> drink one for me, brothers. Hail, hail. It's a good Tim bar, isn't it? Um, the Peel Glen. 
I'm going to name the Austin who has been pictured in a Rangers tap to get WATP at the end of his. No, um, Austin's not a Rangers fan. Tam Osborne has been on and says, I purchased the excellent Total Extreme Wrestling 2020 game a day and decided to become the booker for ICW. Gradle is listed in the game as a showstopper. Mm. And this is his description. He isn't so bad as to be labelled boring. Is that good or no? I, I, would say it's, it's, I would say it's better than being... That's fucking mad. There's the picture. Gradle is perceived by the fans to be well-known. He has impressive charisma. Good in-ring psychology. Nice. Selling of moves is impressive. Aye, I sell myself. And while he's solid rather than spectacular, he isn't so bad as to be labelled boring. So they are it. Yeah, what did he say? But Joe, Joe Coffey was on the show. Was it last week Joe Coffey was on? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Joe Coffey is perceived by the fans to be well-known. He has good charisma, good in-ring psychology. His selling of moves is good. And while he's solid rather than spectacular, spectacular he isn't so bad as to be labelled boring. So he gets an off. Look at Trent Seven. Trent Seven is perceived by the fans to be unimportant. He has good charisma, good in-ring psychology. His selling of moves is very good, although his lack of flash does spoil the package somewhat. What's unimportant? I don't Sammy Callahan. While he may not be the flashiest wrestler on the planet, you wouldn't call him dull either. <laughs> Love these. I need to get this game. Jordan is back to talk about wrestling moves in public, which is something we were talking about weeks ago. So obviously, Jordan is just a wee bit slow to catch up with what's happening within the culture. He says, back in the early 2000s, me and my mate took our lady friend to the cinema. And where's this going? And we were, <laughs> right, hold on. Me and my mate took our lady friend to the cinema. Is that just a pal that was a... a I would say it's a pal. I would say it's yeah, a yeah, yeah, uh, lady friend. Because normally if you say your lady friend... Sorry, sorry. And we were arguing who, go, who got to sit next to her. I then decided to put him in the crippler cross-face <laughs> while randoms were walking past to get to their seat. He went on to marry this girl in later years, but I always like to remind him on their anniversary that I made him tap out in a cinema in front of his future wife. That that is superb. I it's love a that story, isn't it? It's actually reminded me. My, my brother's ten year older than me, and I'd say, and and it was about two thousand and three as well, actually, because I had just started wrestling training, and uh, my mom was in hospital getting um, surgery, and it was me, my brother, and my future brother-in-law, and he was a lot older as well, and he he was just kind of new to his kind of idea. He was just kind of mm. so it was already awkward for him sitting outside. Because um, my, my big sister must have been in seeing my mom. Anyway, long story short, joke. My brother was fucking. He's no joke. You've heard him. He usually taking a piss at me for doing wrestling training and that. And I put him in similar to a crossface. I got him down the ground in Garden Neville General Hospital, right? Fucking marks up the wall, big black marks, and just this brother just sitting there, awkward as fuck, <laughs> watching me and my brother roll about the ground, doing re- putting wrestling moves on one and And so that can how my brother. <laughs> and westy westy leaves us with us for next week how you doing westy she leaves with us for next week what is the weirdest dream or nightmare you've ever had featuring featuring another wrestler mine was when i had a dream that i was wrestling big show and my other one was when bram chased me with a steel chair grado have you had any weird wrestling dreams Um, what do you think of Ant and Dick? Ant, Dick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker was amazing there, wasn't he? With the cat and deck. And then popular. You shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Mate, that's so funny. What I always it always blows my mind when there's like heavy random TV presenters of interviewed wrestlers. Cause like they didn't remember it. Do you know what I mean? She, she ever Aye. talks about that. She goes, Oh, for the wrestler, I've interviewed the wrestler. What was his name? The the gravedigger. Ken just getting his name out of the because do you know what I mean? All that just like they don't Aye, know Aye. how good that is. But also, it's just funny to me that the thing that really made him snap was saying, asking him about Ant and Dick. That was the thing that really, really did it to me. Aberdeen Hall! <laughs> uh, but an interesting wee fact there is, you see how, for you know, you see what, what happened there when uh, Ant and Dick were mentioned to, what do you think Ant and Dick was said to Undertaker, and he just completely lost it. Uh, that was actually what Ali McCoy whispered into Neil Lennon's ear back in the day as well. <laughs> so this year, we've not done as many guests this year. There will be more big guests in the next year, but we've been introducing lots of little new features across the show. And one of our favourites is, of course, the punning. Yeah, Jordy says, I can't think of any COVID-related puns, but if I remember correctly, there's been plenty of folk in wrestling who knew about COVID years before. For example, they had Undertaker versus Yokozuna in a coffin match at Survivor Series 94. There was a cracking can he be in two metres strap match between Savio Vega and Stone Cold that stuck in your house at 8pm where they put the light... Eight, was stuck in your house... Where they put the lights out at eight PM for ten minutes to go outside to clap for the NHS. The fuck's he talking about? And my favourite match growing up had to be HBK versus Undertaker at Bad Blood, the very first hell and self isolation match, where the Undertaker's quarantined brother had to come in wearing a face mask and unplug him from the big red life support machine. I mean, my God, it's funny, man. It's funny that a guy just sat and came up with it. <laughs> no. And I, <laughs> Colin says Vince McNan, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rojan Josh Matthews, and That's ex, a good... ex Pacora. <laughs> Gavin says Fandango Chutney, hmm. Iron Shake Kebab, <laughs> or, or the badass Runny Bum. That's the best! <laughs> Gary Maltman get in touch and says Eric Rowan Trees Fruit Pastels. Uh, Jordy Coyle uh, came up with Smarty Janetti. Dib Daba Kato. Tommaso Chompa, right? Um, Bubaloo Thez, that's pretty good. Wham Wham Wigalo, I quite like that. That's good, sir. And, <laughs> and Mawam Dar. Mawam <laughs> Dar. <laughs> Andy says <laughs> Stoner Steve Austin and Zach Ryder. <laughs> Jason, wait, gonorrhea Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> and shorty G spot. <laughs> Jamie with bingo bondage. <laughs> Deep penetration X. 
a nation of ejaculation. <laughs> John with AJ Doggy Styles. Chris with Power and Morning Glory. <laughs> Kyle with One Man, <laughs> one man Gang Bang. And Wilson Valley with Hacksaw Jim dog- <laughs> Dogging. <laughs> Seat Dandy says Bobby the Brain Hemorrhage Heenan. <laughs> Westy with King Kong Bunyan. <laughs> King Kong Bunyan, that's right, okay. Alistair Kevin Rash. <laughs> or Ambulance Storm. Big Benny says Common Cold Sneeze Austin. There's hundreds, there's hundreds. It's Paracetamolly Holly. <laughs> Brain McMahon. Brain McMahon. And ibuprofen Bala. <laughs> Flu McIntyre. <laughs> and John Dislaree. John Dislaree. Oh my God, the next one. I is oh fucking my God. See, <laughs> John La- John Laryngitis. <laughs> Woo! Now, before we get into some more best bits, let me tell you about our Patreon. Yes, I'm sure you're sick and fed up of hearing about it, but it's brilliant. You can get more content from Wrestling Daft by signing up to patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Use that Christmas money your granny got you and get signed up, because right now, if you sign up for a year, you'll get 10% off. We've got three tiers set up at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You can become a cruiserweight champion in tier one, we all love a tiers, which is four doors a month on there. You're going to get ad-free versions of all episodes. You'll get random bonus content from time to time. You get the video version of the March podcast. Plus, you'll get to vote on what you want to see feature on the list of Wrestling Daft and on uh, the Mark's Fantasy Booking Island as well, which will be back as well next week. Um, Tier 2, get signed up for that and you're an Intercontinental Champion, which is $10 a month. Everything in Tier 1, plus you get a video version of the podcast so you can see Rab and Grado in all their glory. Uh, You'll get bonus episodes every month. We did a great one there at Christmas. We did a special quiz. Uh, It was the Marks versus Rab and Grado on WrestleMind the Buzz knocks and plus we did the dafties 2020 where we went back and uh, rated some of the best and worst of the year so uh, lots of bonus uh, podcasts up there so get signed up to tier two if you want to hear any of those Um, and we're also on there you'll get to join our patreon pay-per-view parties and we'll definitely be doing one for the royal rumble so it'd be great for you to get involved in that so that is all you'll get on tier two and on tier three for the big spenders it's 20 dollars a month and you're going to be the heavyweight champion there everything in the previous tiers plus a free wrestling daft t-shirt and design of your choice if you signed up for a minimum of three months you get the first chance to be a run-in or be a mark on one of the shows so yeah it's worth getting signed up for that plus we've got more stuff coming in the new year for those heavyweight champions uh, so get involved right now patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft you will not regret it but let's continue first of all with the best bits from the podcast and everybody loves some of Grado's stories. You know, he's the only one of us on Wrestling Daft that's been in there, done the ring. Well, Rab's done a wee bit. But he's been across the world, wrestled, and he has some brilliant stories. And it wouldn't be the same podcast without them. So here's some of Grado's best bits. 
see how you say that rules the change, right? I think it's funny when, when folk from Scotland say the change, but because, seeing I was in the fire brigade, right? I was going to watch strangers play in Romania, right? And it's funny when you hear um, Scottish folk pronounce things in a foreign way because it was my, my boss and she was quite serious right and I was quite fearful because she was quite stern and yeah, quite yeah, old yeah, school yeah. and all that she could have right and and I was asking for advice about going to Romania and what I should do for getting money and she went well once you get to Romania <laughs> <laughs> once you get to Romania <laughs> as soon as you get out of the airport just head straight to the Bruges Chance laughed in her face man I was like what say that again once you get to Romania and you go through the airport, head straight to the Bureau of Change. Thank God Gredo's here. Thank you so much for this, Jack. <laughs> I fucking can't stop laughing. <laughs> the Bureau of She's been feeding apart, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jester man there was a match Battle Royale Kelly Kill- Grant Hall and uh, Sakiba Lee who's a wrestler in BCW who is brilliant by the way and I, I loved working him until we had a match in East Bray once it fell flat in his ass but it was probably because of me right and I take it out of him and it was bad anyway uh, I just remember being in a Battle Royale with, with Sakib and Jack Jester and there's other folk in the ring and I just turned around and I seen Jester hit Sakib <laughs> nothing happened so the next time I went all you heard was Jester going, Sell, Sakib, sell! <laughs> sell, Sakib, sell! <laughs> Can I tell you my truth story? Mm-hmm. Right. Only if it's. I've uh, probably told you before, have I? Only if it is Nian R. Lang. This is very much an R. Truth. Right. right? So, when I was young, right, see when I was 12, mm-hmm. I went and messaged this, I went and emailed this wrestling journalist and I said, look, I'm a, re- I'm a journalist in Scotland, I'm going through my degree, and I was only 12, right, I'm going through my degree and I'm doing journalism at uni and all that, I want to do a couple of interviews with some wrestlers, can you give me their phone numbers? This is fucking unreal. <laughs> right. And he gave me Terry Funk's phone number, he gave me R-Truths. He gave out the phone numbers? <laughs> he gave me their phone numbers, right, and he gave me, who was it, who was it, Terry Funk? Uh, Arthur and Jerry Lynn, right? right? So, me and my mates, right? We're only 12 at the time, right? And I was like, ah, how much money you got? £3. My mate, Big Dave, how much you got? £4. Well, you got £3, right? So, we had about £12, right? Mm-hmm. So, we went to the phone box. Hold on, hold on. £3, £4, £3. That's £10, mate. Oh, sorry. It was definitely £12. <laughs> I think Hammy might have had £5 then, right? Because Hammy would have always had two, a couple of pounds mail on us because he'd, I can't remember, he just gave me a poke of money. Then I said, anyway, we go to the phone box, right? And I, I fucking was like, so, you know, you need to put in £12 to get to kick it off because you're phoning America, you know right, what I mean? You can't just put in yeah. 50 pence, mate. Right. You're no phoning, you know, down the town, you're phoning America, right? Aye, aye, aye. So, I phones our truth, right? And <laughs> it went... It went, you have reached voicemail of... I'm like a butterfly <laughs> Why is that? I don't know where my home is. I don't know where my... I'm like a butterfly fly away. Nelly Furtado. Aye, Nelly Furtado, right. And it went beep. And I went... I got must have shouted so, I'll trip you funny. Oh, no, it would have been key quick at the time. Key quick, you're funny. Right, I that, right. I shot yep. it. And hung up and we ran away. And all that's if the post were going to come and get us, right? <laughs> but years later, years later, years later, right? Years later, I tweeted our truth and I went, mate... <laughs> Did <laughs> your voicemail used to be uh, Nelly Furtado I'm like a bird And he didn't play co-tweeted and went Man, how you know that? 
fucking funny is that, man? <laughs> I think it was about when uh, how Rhino tried to get in the country that day. I told you that one, haven't I? No. I don't know, no. I don't think so. He was getting mega. He was getting, he was struggling to get by, uh, what do you call it? Border. Because he never had a, what do you call it? Never had passport? a Passport? No, <laughs> not a passport. The, the work permit. The work permit. Never had a work like, permit. And he was gone, um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm to do with wrestling, but I'm here, to, um, I'm here, to, I'm not actually wrestling. I, 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 do you know a guy called, you know, a wrestler called Grado? And they were all going, aye, you can Grado, aye. He was going, well, I'm here to see if I'm going to try and get him to the WWE. I'm here on WWE's behalf for having a little look at him. And I'm like, on you come through, tell him good luck, on you go, that's great, hear that? Oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> He's actually like, hey, Grado, you got me through customs, man. Fuck, you're fucking over. You're over. <laughs> so, I'm amazed that you had Ryback in the back of your car, Grado. Uh, in fact, he sat up front with me. So front. We worked each other. He was, we had a good match. The only thing is, he wanted to date me. He was like, he was up for everything. Do you know that way? Because he was one of these guys that had just been released. It was one of his first couple of matches. And he wanted to do the fucking planche out of the top rope. He wanted to do fucking chair shots. And he was right up for everything, which was good. Do you know what I mean? You're um, like calm down, no. Ah, you're like calm down, calm down, mate. Down, mate. We'll just... Let's just do a dance off. But he was absolutely brand new. But then, uh, yeah, I walked him and then I took him back into Glasgow, and then that was like the Saturday, and then the following Thursday, I met him again in New Orleans because it was WrestleMania, and I was like, "How you doing, mate?" <laughs> He's like, "Hey." <laughs> Good fight, man. Game easy. <laughs> cool, right? I'll probably catch up with you on the weekend, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Gordon says, "What are you Martin. doing?" <laughs> Gordon says, "Martin." Remember me? <laughs> Fucking five days later. <laughs> Remember me? I wrestled you on Saturday night, mother. When I gave you a run, my car back to class. Remember me? I had my bottom my back, my mother. Nah. <laughs> Shayna Basil's a nice lass. I met her way. Um... What's the other one called? The other, um... Marina? No. The other one of the horse women? Aye, the UFC woman. Uh, I know the one you mean. Oh, the biggest one in the world. Ronda, Ronda Rousey? Aye, Ronda You've Rousey. met Ronda Rousey? Come on. You, you, I've not told you this story. No. Are you kidding me on? Are you kidding me on? Have you met fucking Ronda <clears throat> Rousey? I had a great night with Ronda Rousey. What? I had a great oh, night with Ronda Rousey. Stop it, presses! Stop it, fucking presses! <clears throat> I had a great night with Ronda Rousey. I'll tell you this right now. Me and her bonded like fuck. And I'm no joking. Like, really, we did have a good night together. She was in AIW in Cleveland. And um, she was there to, I think Shayna was defending the women's champion. And after the show, we went out. And it was me, Cabana, um, the AIW promoters. Uh, what's her name? Ronda, Ronda Rousey. And we went to, like, a Hooters-type place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got full of the beer. And I just walked to her. And the first thing I did was I went, I got one of your chips. And she went, on you go, go ahead. And fucking still taking the chips. And I'm like, ah. Met the rocker for. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting getting wrecked and I text you and I say, it's lot bigging. How's it going? I'm half cut here. Listen, that's the five year anniversary tomorrow. Going to write something nice to me on Twitter. <laughs> and he did, wrote, you? did you do that? Mm -hmm. I, I was going to write something nice about it. And he went, I'll First, I was kind of pissed off because he went, well, what, you, what, what I'll do is you write something and I'll reply to it. I was like, all right, fuck's it. Right, okay. So, done that. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to give it. 
this man deserves this. This man is the reason behind this. This man is the greatest and all that. And what a match I've had. And he took me to the limits. He's basically just said, fucking well done. You never blew up, you fucking fat ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, dude. Uh, he was like, how's that? I'm like, ah, that'll do. <laughs> you remember there was a kangaroo involved in the deletion videos? Well, if I just look up on the internet, Mike Johnson reports who we mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> you, you, you on until? Mate, I've fucking not been in my bed yet. I know, sorry, since mate. Since last night. <laughs> so, here was the rumours, right? Uh, Matt and Jeff are involved in making it. The plans were Decay, Abyss and Crazy Steve versus the Helms Dynasty, Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee, blah, 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 blah. There was meant to be a Rosemary match where she would defend her knockouts title. Along with a bout between Grado and the Kangaroo... From the tweet, hold, hold from the on, or the hold, right? Great, just rewind for a minute, right? You're telling me right now that you were meant to be on probably what we described before as the probably the biggest match to happen outside the ring. I you think know, that's such probably, a buzz. that's probably TNA's biggest yeah. show. Oh, all the mentalation, you were meant to be involved in mm -hmm. it, and you were meant to be wrestling a kangaroo. Yeah, yes, master fucking flight. Master Flight. I was meant to wrestle a kangaroo. How good would that have been? It was a kangaroo. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's good. And by the way, this kangaroo can go. It can lock up. <laughs> it can. It, it, it can. It can take. A, it can take a wrist lock. It can reverse that. Hardy can. Mate, Jeff's got this thing. He's train. taught. He's taught a. He's taught a kangaroo, mate. Kangaroos are probably a better fucking worker than me. Paul Heyman uh, can narrated the legacy of the Ananoya family. Ananoya. Ananoya family. But um and he basically there was Amaga was in it, Rikishi was in it, The Rock was in it, um everybody and he's it's basically kinda it was really, really good. It made it really authentic that Paul Heyman done it. They went through everybody in that family. They then he did a big guy it's in my Facebook. I've got there's one of the guys for the Ananaya family. He's uh he's in my Facebook he was but he was a jobber in the in the in the, the mid nineties. Um, oh, he's about fucking 62 or not he only looks about 35 but he's, he's massive man he's huge and him and remember the boy that was in Legacy for half an hour what I don't know there's just something really funny about this story I don't know what it is no remember remember the boy that was in, Le in Legacy for about half an hour and he was with Randy Orton and Ted DiBiase aye I do, aye, I do actually right. Him and his, it must be his uncle, right? Um, they they done a tryout for TNA when <laughs> we were there. And they, they had, to, had to watch their match, man. It was so awkward. These two big guys in their mad gear. Like the mad, like, um, they had skirts on and they were in their bare feet. Um, just battling these guys in front of us. And we had to watch it and kind of get into it. And I actually felt bad, felt bad for the older one. Cause I was like, he'd been, he'd been in WWF, he'd been about the about the world, and he had to do a tryout. But he was brand new, man. He, so he added me on Facebook and that, and it was good talking to him backstage. And I was just like to him, "You related? You're you the rock son going on then?" <laughs> I think they must be veneers. They definitely look like veneers. I can't. Which, by the way, sorry, Grado, carry on. No, I was just going to say. I put money down for veneers a couple of years ago. Ever tell you this? <laughs> no, no, no. Aye. And, uh, you know, I put a brace in, and when 
I had to wear this brace for 13 weeks. But maybe shout that, or shout that, can I ask a on? So it lasted, it lasted four hours. My ex-girlfriend goes, take that fucking brace out. That was a fucking brace that cost lots of money, right? And I'm telling, I tell the guy for two doors down, I'm going, look, I've got braces in for brand new teeth. He says, whoa, 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 whoa. He says, put a pause in that right now. He says, your character on two doors down cannot have an absolute brand spanking new pair of teeth. He was like, do not do that, do not do that. So I've got a big crack in my tooth. I, think, I can't remember who I was wrestling. I think it was, I think it was possibly Jester. Big crack in the middle of my tooth. And I can't get it salted or fuck all because it's two doors down. But I, the, the longer that it took, the more I think it's maybe a better idea. I think I maybe just need a week of polish, a must, couple of fish or seals. It must be harder being on a telly. It's a hard life, man. It's a hard life, isn't it? You can't get his teeth done, folks, because his, his role in a hit sitcom. Uh, means they can't get them done. It's a fucking misery, and that's a shame. No, it's, it's funny you're saying that because I do actually say it like that, right? Practically, you know, um, I try to get my teeth done, but I couldn't feel because of the part of the program. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, all that. Did you get in Fergal David? used to have a, a, a deal with Armani X exchange in Japan. No. Mate, no. look, see if, you, see if you look at his trunks in New Japan. Look at his trunks. They're Armani trunks. Oh, yum, no. That's cool, isn't it? Guy knows what he's doing, didn't he? He was he was a poster boy in Japan for Armani Exchange. Cool he, as fuck. I remember he, I remember I walked with him commentary and I was going, I can get you soaks in that pants. <laughs> Armani pants and soaks in that. So I mate, but I ain't go fucking still never seen them. That'll get them a ton of, but uh, it was, was it's a bit late now in the day, isn't it? I tell everybody, Fergal's getting me breaks for Armani, man. Fergal's getting me fucking soaks in that. <laughs> Alexa Pause, Graham's song. Alexa Pause, Grado's music. Alexa Pause. <laughs> Have you got a skill set up in Alexa so that, for Grado's music? Aye. So does every Alexa if I say, Alexa, play Grado's music? No, listen, to it, listen to this, but, listen to this, but. Alexa, Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? No, stop. No, shut up. Alexa, stop. Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? Alexa, <laughs> who is Grado? Alexa, stop. Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? Eleven. Alexa. Eleven. Who is Robert Florence? Oh. Alexa, stop. Alexa. Basta. What? Alexa, stop. Because I get, and this is my party trick. It's not doing it. Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? Here's something I found on reference. No, fuck what? Alexa, stop. Maybe they've deleted you, mate. No, no. Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? Here's something I found. Oh my God, it's no dent. That's such a rich... Alexa, Alexa, stop. Alexa, who is Graham Steveley? What's that doing that for? That's my party trick. Alexa. Alexa, stop. Stop. Alexa, who is Grado the wrestler? Oh, no, it's, 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 Alexa, Alexa, 
I've done that half. Alexa, who is Grado the wrestler? Here's something I found on the web. According to bloodyelbow.com, a champion wrestler Gregor Gillespie headline. Oh, <laughs> Got to love Grado's stories. So another new thing we introduced this year on the show was the run-in, and it's probably one of our favourite parts of the show, where we get to speak to you guys. Um, come on, ask Rab and Grado anything you want, and generally just have a bit of banter with them. We always get something brilliant. And here are some of the best bits from that. Thanks just, so much for coming just, on, Keith. Just going to insist that I wear this to bed for now. That's, that's your fault. Is that's she going to say hello? Up. Is she going to pop her head in and say hello? Do I say hello? <laughs> hello. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. <laughs> what are you saying oh, that? No much, but it's been good lesson to use. Oh, do you, do, you, do you like wrestling then? Aye, well, I don't mind it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the answer, isn't it? I'll tell you something. It's a thing it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget about with the wrestling stuff. About the what ICW did, they've got a good community oh, of fans. There's a good, <laughs> there's a good community of fans out there, and it's you know what I mean. And it's like that's the you ICW have done it. <laughs> eh? What? What was that? Sorry. <laughs> it's the delay. It's you, you know, Stephen. We're not laughing at you. We're not laughing at you. We're laughing just, at the, the, the. It's the delay. That's it's coming. funny because you're just coming in and going, "What?" It's funny, mate. It's funny. It'll make good, good <laughs> podcast editing. <laughs> hey, okay. Well, listen, Stephen. Thanks so much for jumping on. Right. And, uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for supporting Grado right, and his you, stuff and supporting me and my stuff. We really, really appreciate it. Honestly, mate. Yeah. Um, up the hibs as well. Uh. <laughs> Here, Credo, do you think there would be room in wrestling for a, a Janny gimmick? A Janny gimmick? I feel like, has that not been done yet? I'm sure I've but I don't think I've seen that. I'm telling you, I have I would put my money on being on a pure um shitty indie British promotion doing in fucking Devon or fucking whatever it is. I can imagine there already been a, a gimmick existing in a Jani. I can just see somebody that's been training for fucking seven years. They can't bump, they can't, they can't, they can't bump forwards, backwards, left or right. They're fucking totally out of shape. And I can imagine probably going, fuck it, game the Jani gimmick and go out with it with a bag of sand. Yep, the fucking Jani gimmick. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Falls count everywhere. It calls to get anywhere. Coming out with a fucking toaster, a bell. Even though you know, do you know what oh. I mean? I, you know, ring the bell. Or that kind a of bell. Stuff. It could be a school bell. That's fucking brilliant. And then when there's like you blood I mean? in the ring, you come out with the sawdust and put it down. You have the uh, the brush is your weapon. You come out doing the, the brush. You whack people with the fucking brush. You got the you know the the kind of brown coat. This is fucking the gimmick to be had, Sandy. Have you thought about taking up professional wrestling? Oh, I've thought about it, but can it's the it always been too big for it, eh? but mate, so nah. was I, man. Oh, so was I. Do you know? Um, I must admit, but Sandy Degnan is the most Johnny name I've ever heard in my life. If you had to say what is Sandy Degnan day, you would say he is a fucking Johnny, and I. 
It is. Right, Billy, who's it, who, who won the Royal Rumble in 2000? <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. You weren't born then? 2001. When, when, when's your birthday? 1st of August 2001. 1st of August 2001. Well, I banked you two, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Guy. How does it feel knowing you were born like a month right before the September 11th attacks? <laughs> Do you, I mean, because like, this is weird because, like, what age did you find out about 9 11? What age did I find about? I don't know. 10 or something. Was it mad, was it, was it mad when you watched the videos? When you watched the videos, I, I was in the school before I watched them. You fucking well, found out about 9 11 on Family Guy. Aye. <laughs> 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 I remember there was an episode where they were at the Twin Towers or something. It was like, why did we go breakaways? And I remember somebody telling me. Have you not heard the story like, about, um, what do you call the guy that writes Family Guy? Seth, Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane. He was supposed to be on Flight 11. Was the he? The morning of September 11th attacks, but he was late and he missed it. Then he's no known us, no? No, no. Ah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky boy, lucky boy. I wouldn't have fun out about it if, it if he was on that flight then. There you go, ending the big high there with Billy, who's arguably a bigger star than any of us after going viral on TikTok and Instagram with the Family Guy story this year. Um, thank you very much for listening to a special edition of Wrestling Daft. As I say, we'll be back to normal service next week. The Mark's on Tuesday, then Rab and Grado on Friday. Um, so we'll get involved, get on our Twitter. You know where to get us, at Wrestling Daft on Twitter or get us on the Facebook Give us your road stories. We'd love to hear your road stories. And if you want to type that out as well, you'll get us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Um, if you want to send us a road story, they'll be back on the show next week. Um, thank you very much for listening to Wrestling Daft. I know I say it all the time, but the show is not the same without you guys. So thank you very much for listening and for our patrons out there. Thank you very much for contributing to the show. Until next time. Up the roads, it's yourself. Keep marking out all the catchphrases. Audio Frontier. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.